Welcome to the Havoc Story Podcast. Hello and welcome. Thanks for tuning in for another exciting story episode here on the Havoc Story Podcast. Today we're going back to our Wacky Wednesday roots with a fresh take on a classic fairy tale penned by one of Havoc's most prolific contributors, Abigail Falonga. Before we start magicking pumpkins, however, I'd like to take a moment to personally thank all of the outstanding authors who submitted stories to Havoc for the 2019 publication seasons. Well over 500 stories. Without your effort, creativity, and inspiration, this podcast, and Havoc itself, could not exist. Both the podcast team and the editorial team are deeply grateful. This episode is dedicated to you. Today's featured author has a towering 20 stories in the Havoc archives as of this moment, including selections in both our Season 1 anthology, Rebirth, and our Season 2 anthology, Stories That Sing. She prefers writing fantasy, and reading it as well, of course, but you will find her work in every genre in the Havoc collection. So, keep your fairy godmothers on speed dial, friends, because everybody knows you don't bring a pumpkin to a Lamborghini fight. This is... Slippers by Abigail Falonga. I was nearly done raking the lawn when someone plump, perky, and purple-clad appeared in a gust right there, scattering leaves. Who are you? I wielded the rake. She shook a leaf from her skirts. Your fairy godmother, dear. Fairy godmother? But... I didn't know fairies were real. That explains your rude surprise. I suppose part of it is my fault for neglecting you so long, but I thought I'd make it up to you by sending you to the ball in style. Dress, hair, Lamborghini, the works. What ball? I gasped as an elegant asymmetrical gown of diaphanous silk cinched about me. The ball for Camden Prince's birthday, of course. Only the most dashing, eligible bachelor in town with a trust fund worth billions. Just the thing to cheer you up. A sleek car appeared out of nowhere, and she nudged me into it. But I'm already happy. You can't possibly be in those old work shoes. The fairy godmother waved her wand. A pair of supportive, comfortable glass slippers encased my feet. Now get along. The directions are in the GPS, and you know the rules. Be back before midnight. I fastened the seatbelt, playing along. I drew near the Prince estate, driving through a manicured woodland that made my high-end neighborhood look like the slums, before my thoughts calmed enough to be coherent. I'm looking forward to this. It's nice to be out on my own for a change. I pulled up and mounted the steps of the exquisite mansion buzzing with partygoers, fearing I might look out of place. I glimpsed my reflection in a mirrored door and was more than reassured. I looked nice. Fantastic, even. My weariness from the day's work was gone. The gown set off my slim curves. My hair was perfect. Giggling, I entered the ballroom, crowded with the ultra-rich. Dancing, good food. I'm going to enjoy this break from routine. I turned around, mouth full of canape, and there he was. Camden Prince. Chiseled jaw, strong shoulders. Hi, he said. <laughs> I swallowed. Care to dance? Not waiting for a response, he lifted my hand, making the bruise on my wrist protest, and swept me into a waltz. You have a name? 
Helena, I whispered. I'm sorry, but he laughed a little. Have we met before? I think I would have remembered. Lame line, beautiful idiot. No, we've never met. So, who are you with, Helena? I mean, what do you do? Clearly conversation was not his strong point. My parents were professors at the university. I'm working my way through school at the community college. Camden smiled with more than a touch of disdain. The community college. I leveled my brows, shyness gone. Something wrong with that? Not at all, he appeased. What are you working toward, Helena? Design. I plan to start my own business, and... He smirked. You do realize how hard it is to launch a business, right? As a matter of fact, I do, I pulled back. I've been taking classes in business management. Right, at the community college. But there are many moving parts of a market economy. Rich splaining, really? How would you know as much as I do about the market economy with your trust fund managed by highly paid professionals? The waltz ended, and we stopped at a refreshment table as he droned on. I reached for a beer. Camden pushed it away and placed a bubbly pink cocktail in my hand. You'll like this better. So much for dreams of romance. Long before midnight, I was back in my magical Lamborghini, driving home sans stardust. The house was empty. My stepsisters were still out with their worthless boyfriends. Their mom wouldn't be back from her conference until after the weekend. I stormed through the hall, fuming so much that I tripped, shattering one of the glass slippers. <laughs> what do I care? I swept it and Camden Prince out of my mind. Two weeks later, I stared at the results of my latest test. Sixty-four percent. The instructor had scrawled, You could have done better. Of course I can do better. My parents had taught me to study. If only I could carve out more time from taking care of the house and avoid the stress of my stepsister's insults and my stepmother's cruel hands. The doorbell rang. I wiped away a tear as I went to answer it. Camden Prince stood on the doorstep. I clutched the handle to keep from slamming the door in his face. As my stepmother never failed to remind me, it wasn't my door. She had control of my assets until I was twenty-one. Helena, Camden smiled sheepishly. I'm glad it's you. Yes, I inquired, impersonal as the maid I looked. I came to apologize. I was having a terrible day, but that's no excuse for behaving like a jerk. I'm sorry. An apology? Unexpected, but not quite enough to earn a second chance. Is that all? I also came to offer you a microloan. Ten thousand dollars to get you and your business running. I don't need your help, I flared. That black eye argues otherwise. My hand flew to my face. That's nothing. It's just none of my business, I know. But it matches the bruises on your arm the other day. Look, I, I'm not offering you anything or asking anything of you other than the chance to help you build a life and career for yourself. There's nothing wrong with accepting help out of a terrible situation. Everyone would respect you for doing it. Before I say anything, I drew a shaky breath. How did you find me? Camden chuckled. When my fairy godfather finally showed up this morning, he let me choose any gift I wanted to make up for being late. 
I asked to find you, the most beautiful, intelligent, capable woman I had ever met. Turns out, magic glass slippers are traceable. Fairy GPS. The End That was Slippers by Abigail Falanga. If you enjoyed that story, there's plenty more where that came from. For less than the price of a single Starbucks coffee per year, Havoc members gain access to hundreds of stories, with more added every weekday. Go to gohavoc.com for more information. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you could subscribe for new stories twice a month, straight to the audio player of your choice on every major podcast platform. On behalf of the Havoc staff, authors, and myself, Magnus Carlson, thanks for tuning in to the Havoc Story Podcast, and we'll see you next time. This is Havoc.